Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast, hosted by two guys that have never met each other in real life. I am one of those guys. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. Redback, New Jersey, represent. Hey, you know, we've been doing this for a bit here. And, uh, you know... I don't really listen when you do the open, right? The cold open. I don't pay attention. And uh, I was listening to this other podcast, Lopez Radio. This guy, Jeremy Lopez, and he's got this buddy, uh, what's his name, Banshee, right? And Banshee and they, Radio, they were talking about you and I, and uh, I didn't realize. I, I just thought that you and I were, were doing phone calls, weekly phone calls, just <laughs> talking about our lives. And, and apparently... That's what it sounds like to them, but uh, it's actually a podcast, and I'm so excited that I am a co-host of a podcast. I had no idea. It's so exciting that oh, yeah. we've had a podcast. Thank you so much for doing that and putting yeah, this out yeah. in the world. Recording this yet? It's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I should have told you sooner. Uh, you know. No, no. I think I think it's great. I think it's great. I mean, uh, you know, five more, and we'll be at a hundred. I see that it says show zero zero nine five. I guess at 95, five more. I'm not good yeah. at math, but easy. That's an easy one. Yeah. We'll be at 100. Fascinating. Yeah. When I started great. This, yeah, when I started this uh, numbering thing, just something internally that we do. I, I, I was uh, thought I'll use four digits just uh, to keep the uh, the idea open that we can go to 1,000 before I have to change the, the uh, numeric oh. customer. Oh. So yeah, we've got yeah. We, we can go to nine thousand nine. Wait, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Yeah, we're right. we're yeah, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. Okay, no, good. I mean like think of our ages, the amount of time it would take. We would only have to do this. It'll we take, should do it. Yeah, yeah. It'll take until yeah. you know yeah. next year. Yeah, Jeremy Lopez. He he did a a, a podcast every day in November last year. He right? did. Yeah. yeah. Right. Every day. Every day. And uh, I think you and I maybe in two thousand nineteen. We can do a podcast every day in 2019. <laughs> but and how, how full of shit do you have to be to, to just get on, get on on the mic every day, Jeremy Lopez, <laughs> and just uh, talk about some yeah. shit every day? He's, he's laughing because he knows. I'm I did listen to I did listen to a little bit uh, of of their uh, that show that uh, Jeremy Lopez did. Whatever number it would be for him, three ninety five. I have no idea. I'm just putting a number. It's it's in the three somethings. Three three fifty seven. Yeah. So I don't know. I, but. Uh, you know, it was uh, I, I, they they were talking about uh, music and how they discover music, and uh, Banshee was talking about YouTube and finding music that way. Which I've never been into finding music through YouTube. I'm I'm a I'm a Spotify guy, and I think the algorithm's great, and 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 I find new music all the time and stuff that I like, and I think it does a pretty good job. But yeah, uh, I, I love Spotify, and we finally this week uh, the show got added finally to Spotify, which I think was the only place literally the only big player, yeah. the major pod yeah. hosting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. We're on, the, yeah, of course, we're on iTunes. We're on the Google Play Store, whatever the fuck they call that. Uh, iHeartRadio. I yeah, yeah, really yeah, okay. Down the list, yeah. Yeah. Neither of us have looked into radiogut.com. Like, what the fuck is radio.com? Who owns it? Because, like I said, I, I was listening to local radio here and WXRK or whatever their call letters are now, um, 92.3 K-Rock. But it's not the L.A. K-Rock, the famous one that actually has the call letters with the K, um, which I think is literally K-Rock. Um So what what uh, what is that? And I wonder if they have a pod casting thing probably not or maybe they're newer but uh, it seems like everyone does i don't know i can't tell you i haven't really looked uh-huh. into it now i do all right uh, i have okay way back in the day broadcast.com which was mark cuban uh he hmm. was yeah I, I i think i'm pretty sure that back in the late 90s i'm i'm uh, about 99 percent positive that i actually had a real conversation with mark cuban uh when broadcast.com was going on i was working for a radio station uh, in cedar rapids iowa uh, working uh kind of with them too on a project they were looking at uh, they were thinking about getting online somehow at the at, the, at that point and th- that was you know that was like the bleeding edge of technology at that point god this sounds weird to me i'm sorry i got new i got new headphones i got these new cans i got some new sony headphones 
tones. And uh, Wh- which man. ones do you have? Seventy-five uh, sixes. I'd have to take them off to tell you exactly what the. Uh, let me. I could go over to my Amazon order and I can tell you exactly. Give me a second here. Don't let me lose my train of thought. I was on Mark. Uh, oh, sorry, Cuban. sorry, Sam. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Yep. Broadcast.com. I'm. I'm. I'm actually listening. All right. So you can say that you are listening. So far, so good. So uh, yeah. let's go to orders, and uh, let me look at. God, I've added so much shit to my cart in the last week. I'm just. I, I get obsessed. Uh, they are the uh, MDR XB nine five O B one. Whoa, that's a lot of letters. MDR XB nine five zero B one. I'm looking. I'm looking them at. I'm like, oh, I see. Oh, 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 oh. Now I haven't seen those. Yeah, they're nice. Uh, They they sound great. I I like them. They're they're a big total. They're big. They got big over the year. Yeah, big over the year. Total. You know, they're they're the uh, noise canceling and all that. Did you pick those up on Amazon? Where'd you get those? Yeah, I did the Amazon thing. So yeah, since then I found fourteen other things I need to buy. But you know, that's the way it is. Amazon sucks me, and I get going. So, but they do wireless as well. They do wireless, or yeah, and like right now, I've just got them plugged in, and they're. But you can do the plug-in thing because uh, yeah. Cameron has a, a pair of Beats that are wireless, or they're Bluetooth, or you've got a pr- plug as well. Yeah, so they're passive when, when you're in the plug mode. You don't have to have them charged. They, they just uh, they just work, which is cool. Cool. So cool so Mark Cuban broadcast.com. Yeah, yeah. So I work at this radio station, and uh, I called uh, the uh, broadcast.com, and they uh, the way they were doing it back then. Um, they actually would send you a uh, a server. Uh, it was a uh, IBM machine. It was fairly expensive at the time. Oh, hold on one second. I'm sorry. I apologize, Cameron. Didn't I tell you I'm recording the podcast? I forgot. You forgot. Really? Yeah, sorry. Cameron. Can you can you deal with me being a parent for a moment? Yeah, sorry. Be I'll remember. remember. We'll pick it up. What's up, Cam? Um, mom said I could go. I thought your mom would be sleeping. Cool. Do what I told you, please. Text me when you get there, and uh, and. Stay on top of it and make sure you communicate, even though I'm doing my podcast because you already fucked it up. Show 95. Awful. Thanks, Cameron. Dick. Thanks, Cameron. (laughs) What an asshole. Have a nice night, Cam. All right. right, Sorry. So, Mark Cuban. Last last night, speaking of kids at HI, I got to do this now. We'll we'll get back to Mark Cuban. Fuck Mark Cuban. Anyway, (laughs) um, but uh, so last night, uh, Tori goes to the movie with some friends. And uh, so they're going to the movie. And uh, okay, how are you going to get to the movie? Uh, Jalen's mom's going to take us. And uh, so um, she's going to pick you up and take you back. Yeah, she's going to pick us up. It's all covered. You know, whatever. Uh, What movie are you going to? They decide to go to the late movie. So at about. one o'clock. Now we hadn't really uh, gone to sleep yet. Uh, anyway, um, but um, what's just, the late movie? Like like nine fifteen, nine thirty, whatever, uh, something like that. I think it was like nine thirty. Yeah, Wait, which like movie that. did you say? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't say it, but I'm not. You sure. didn't. I mean, okay. I don't, I don't know. know what the fuck they went to. I, right. I, I'm not sure. It might have been the something. Is uh, uh, God, uh, the the okay. Oh, anyway, it's, it was a comedy of some sort. It's a, not a big deal. Okay. Yeah. So um, and I didn't get a review, so I can't tell you anything about it. But, uh, so anyway, uh, one o'clock, uh, Rachel's phone rings and she's like, answer the phone. Hello. And it's like, okay. So this Jalen kid, he, uh, his phone went dead during the movie and he was supposed <coughs> to call a call his mom after the movie to come pick them up. Uh, they did have phones with a charge on it, except Jalen didn't know his mother's phone number. Uh, had no fucking clue. So, <laughs> I don't know Jalen's mother's phone number either. Yeah, so, so I mean, calling, I you know, God, God damn it, America! This is our. This is why the Chinese are going to come in and kick our fucking asses. Because when you're in China, it's like a, a requirement, I believe, to know your mother's phone number. It's just that what they do. Uh, it's what's your mother's they, phone they number? They have phones. They it. have phones in China. Yeah. Oh fuck, man! I watched this. I watched, <laughs> they probably have so many phones. I watched a thing on Vice about the surveillance shit that's going on in China right now. It's like black fucking mirror over there. Mm. It's crazy. Are, 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 yeah, we'll get back to that maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I should tell the Mark Cuban thing. So anyway, um, well, we can jump back. We we'll jump back. I don't. I haven't forgotten Mark Cuban. Right, so so Mark Cuban. Uh, I, nobody knew who the fuck he was back then. But um, I, I call this company in Texas, Broadcast.com. I say I you know, was at this radio station, Cedar Rapids, blah blah. blah give him the call letters, and we're thinking about going online. I see you guys are doing that. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we can do that. We can set you up. And I was, he's like, um, we've got these IBM servers that, and, and they were they were expensive. Uh, I can't remember exactly how much but it was you know thousands of dollars for sure um and i'm like okay so um what do we need to do he goes "Ah, nothing we'll send you the server i'm like nothing you'll send me the server he goes yeah you plug in the server and uh once you get get it in you your it guy's gonna have to do it there's a couple little steps that basically 
Yeah, we'll just send it to you. That's good. And, I'm, and he didn't know who the fuck I was whatsoever. Had no Wait, clue. this was you spoke directly to Mark Cuban when he it was just he and a couple of other yes. guys yeah, right. when they were doing they we were doing their Yahoo sport before they sold to Yahoo doing their sports thing. Yes, you're right. Broadcast.com. Yeah. Right. Just, so they yeah that's be, before Yahoo. Essentially, what they were doing was they were taking existing content and streaming it on the web before anyone yes. else. Pretty yes. much, right yeah, place, right definitely. time. Definitely before anybody. Got else. it. So, yeah, the breeding right. edge of shit. They were they were out there, and uh, yeah. So he's just like, sure, we'll send you a server. What's the address? You know, like, bam. And then uh, later when they and I can remember thinking, this is this is crazy. This uh, where you know, okay. So companies were getting you know money like mad from you know this was the uh, height of the internet boom type thing. So you know he was well financed at that point. But I rem- I still remember thinking to myself, uh, okay, this makes no sense. You know, uh, call a guy. We have a five minute conversation. He's sending me a five thousand dollar server makes no sense whatsoever uh and they're gonna lose their ass and this is like a house of cards that's uh you know the wind's gonna come up and boom they're gonna be gone (laughs) what did i know by the way you knew you figured it out you had yeah i'm looking it up now 1995 they were so fucking ahead of the curve yeah like like to me 1997 is when it start when it's like really starting to pick up like before the dot-com boom goes boom but it's happening but it was still slow dial up you know video wasn't quite there there were a few decent video players but 5.7 billion dollars in 1999 to Yahoo. Uh, yeah this is when the, you know, like a, a sexy internet connection was that 56k modem <laughs> t1 lines were uh, starting but those were business yeah, lines and they were yeah, very expensive, expensive. But, but okay and servers were expensive like you said it's crazy that they even figured out that they could do this yeah he i you know right, right place right time uh, right yeah. Right. So, so you you so the radio station that you were working at was using broadcast.com to actually stream? Yeah, for uh and that didn't last very long cuz he sold it and then uh, Yahoo uh changed the model and uh you know their their business model around and I uh, the, the way that they did that didn't last very long. I don't know to this day. I'm I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember at all what happened to the server, if it got sent back or if somebody just kept it. Um, I'm guessing somebody kept it. It's probably like a boat anchor now someplace, but uh, (laughs) like a lot of that technology was. But uh, yeah, it was just like, sure, you know, we'll we'll send it off to you and boom. You know, two days later, you got this uh, expensive ass piece of equipment in the mail from some stranger that's just uh, spending other people's money like a like a motherfucker and uh, you know trying to bank on the fact that maybe this is going to be worth something in his case it was there were so many others that went bust but uh, in his case it was yeah a successful thing and I'm almost 99% well I am 99% sure that the person I talked to was actually a, a young Mark Cuban handing out servers hmm. like crazy so so while 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 we're we're on that subject, I'll talk about radio.com because I just found out. I looked it up what it is. So it's a free uh, broadcast and internet radio platform owned by Entercom. However, it was originally created by CBS Radio, but was acquired by Entercom as part of the company's takeover of CBS Radio. The service's main competitors are rival station group iHeart um, iHeart Media's iHeart Radio and TuneIn. So it's available online and via mobile uh, and devices such as Chromecast. So I don't know what particular. I would imagine then it's the radio stations that CBS, Viacom, CBS owns. Yeah, or I don't know that or had owned. Yeah, in in the in the space of podcasting, I don't, I'm not sure that they're. But doing they anything. they I'm here now, and they have a podcast. Um, so yeah, they've got listen, entertainment, news, sports, and podcasts. Really uh, I see that there's a Jim Rome Daily Jungle, which is yeah. a and Jim Rome's pretty big. He he had been pretty big in the sports radio world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a few. I, nothing, but I'm sort of scrolling through. There's a 60 Minutes podcast. Um, you know, and then, uh, and then I could see like some, you know, like 880 extras, which 880 must, might be CBS, um, 880 in New York, which is a news station. Yeah. You know, yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff, but I don't know if there's any original podcasts or they're carrying like, like iHeartRadio carries podcasts. Yeah. Most of those other places, the competitors, the iHeartRadio, we are listed there and we are also uh, listed on the, uh, the other one that you talked about. Right. So. Yeah, so it says that it, it launched in July of 2010, but I don't know that I've ever heard of it until recently. I mean, not that that means anything, but uh, I, it would seem that they're a little behind. Because iHeartRadio, I think they rebranded it, and that kind of happened pretty... I like that they just put... Um, 
the I before Heart Radio. I Heart yeah. Radio. It's yeah. like uh, they had to do that because they were, you know, they, they had, uh, yeah, they've been going into bankruptcy or have been bankrupt and have had a horrible, uh, just uh, not a good, not a good look for them for a long time, but. Uh, Huge company. A lot of people don't know this, but iHeartRadio, uh, they've got a ton of outdoor advertising. Most of the stuff, if you go through airports and a lot of the stuff that you see at airports, that's uh, a part of what used to be Clear Channel. Uh, it's iHeartRadio. I don't believe they've divested uh, their interest in that, so they've still got a lot of that outdoor stuff. Uh, concerts, uh, the... Um, Oh, what the hell is it? Something Nation, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Live Nation. Live Nation, that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. them. Or, uh, unless they've divested mm-hmm. that as well. But yeah, that's them too. And they've done a, a, a lot to control uh, venues and who plays where and, you know, making sure that the they're just really controlling the music industry in the United States in a way that's never, never happened before, even though the company has been really poorly run and has gone bankrupt. And there is a, the best example of, of uh, how poorly they truly are uh, being run is the fact that they do have our podcast listed in their in their directory we're a part of iHeartRadio so that shows they're fucking desperate there's <laughs> there's issues going on there you know that's uh, yeah so uh, so how's everything how's health how's like are you running uh, are you staying healthy are you are you uh, going with sober October I'm uh, still not running and uh, I have uh, actually one empty beer can in front of me and I'm going to uh, partake of another I've got uh, from the okay. uh, beautiful, beautiful state of Iowa here I've got a uh, toppling Goliath brewing company uh, uh, something called Golden Nugget and uh, I am going to, that one's almost gone, and I have a can of another uh, thing called Lion Bridge Brewing Company out of mm-hmm, Rapids, mm-hmm. Iowa. This is a, mm-hmm. uh, a blend they call Centaurus, which is uh, uh, kind of a IPA thing. Juicy, juicy mm-hmm. what they call juicy mm-hmm. IPAs, which means there's mm-hmm. a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, no, no filtration really, as mm-hmm. well as ones you can't see through if you pour it in a glass. But uh, yeah, uh, so um, health though, man, uh, heart is just. Uh, I got a four-four beat going. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a steady thing. That's that's. That's uh, a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it's supposed to be doing. So. How do you yeah. know that? Because you have the the, the device. I got the to device. Monitor? I'm mm-hmm. fucking wired. I am just yeah yeah. Everything's everything's kosher there. So I uh, take my blood pressure uh, once a day, and that's uh, been just um, perfect. So uh, everything health-wise. Is fantastic. I need to start exercising. Need to start running. Uh, I think I feel good enough after uh, after everything that's uh, gone on that uh, we're ready to ready to do that. The weather's kind of sucked though. We've had we've had a, a lot of rain and uh, I haven't felt like going in. You know, like running inside, running on a treadmill. It kind of sucks. But uh, outside here has been the last. It's just been rainy and and. 50 degrees for the last uh, three or four days here, which is uh, yeah, it's fall. That's what that's usually what it ends up doing. So uh, you got to take what you what you you know mm-hmm. what happens there. But uh, it's okay. So I heard you uh, earlier. You you said uh, well, actually, it was one of the texts you sent me. You, you said you're off. We should talk. You, you got a new gig. The new. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So okay, so I I can get into that. I'll get into that. Uh, so um, as some may know, and as you definitely know, is that uh, for the most part. I was making whatever money I made came from a few sources, driving Uber and Lyft, rideshare companies. People should know what that is. Uh, Delivering for Amazon um, packages and uh, groceries, Amazon Fresh. And then very rarely, uh, sometimes I would uh, do work for uh, my friend Ray, the golf swing shirt guy, uh, social media stuff, some video, photos, mostly video and uh, a, a one client, a hair client, a woman who owns a hair salon, mostly color stuff. Uh, and I have something coming up on October 22nd for her. Um, but I may have to see if I can get someone else to do it. Because on, oh shit, it's such a blur. So today is Sunday, October 7th. Um, in the day before, uh, what is it? Uh, the Columbus Day. Columbus right, Day. Right, right. So, uh, and so it, it's. It, when did we record last? Do you remember? Uh, Was it Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Well, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday night? Wednesday night, yeah. That would have been Wednesday night. Okay, so Wednesday night. Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember now. So Wednesday morning, I had worked overnight because I, and I talked about this, I think, where I picked up the woman and drove her up to upstate New York, but it's like lower upstate, and I had to take that. It's like an hour away from where I was, but an hour and 40 minutes away from home. So I dropped her off at 2.30 a.m. I was fucking exhausted. 
napped and I ended up getting um, home. I like literally walked into the pool house at 6 a.m. as Kylie was getting up for school and uh, my ex-wife Andrea was, uh, I closed the door and then she walked out of the door, got in her car and left for work. I slept for like three and a half hours. The rest of the day was a blur. I think I worked more. I don't remember. I think I delivered packages that day. It's such a, yeah, yeah. And then, and I, we did the podcast. We finished up at around midnight, 1230. I get now, I was working the next day on a TV show. So it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a show. It's in its third season. It's on Netflix, and uh, it's very popular with the uh, the people who like, uh, well, let me see, um, the show. Scary? No, no, it's not scary. I don't want to say it's... Uh, you can't it, say what it is? It, no, no, I probably could, but there are these non-disclosures that I sign, right? What if it's, I disclose it? <laughs> you can't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, so I worked on this show one day. I've worked on this show before. I worked on season one. I worked on season two. Not a lot. So the and I, when I do these jobs, coincidentally enough, I'm driving. Like it's not like I'm a precision driver. You know, we joke. You joke about the me being a getaway driver. That would be the best gig, I, maybe. Um, but uh, it's just funny. Um, is that because I have a connection in that world, a good friend of mine is a line producer on a bunch of these shows. He hooked me up with two of these theatrical Teamster captains. They run the transportation department. That is uh, a Teamster union, right? It's a very strong, powerful, good union. Um, and it's gotten to the point where there are so many jobs in New York. Like, I mean, if you think about it, you've got ABC, NBC, CBS, um, Fox, Right, I don't know how many shows there are there. You've got Amazon, Netflix, like HBO. There are so, and then on top of that, you have movies. So there aren't necessarily enough people in the union to handle all these jobs, like for them to handle all the jobs, right? So even though I'm not in the union, it takes like ten years to get into the union, and it used to be that you had to be a family member really to get into the union. Um, but it's just different now because I mean they still need guys on the job and they still you know i mean i'd pay you i'll pay union dues out of my paycheck every week so i did one day uh thursday on this show my call time was 5 30 a.m i had to be in brooklyn greenpoint brooklyn by 5 30 a.m now i if i show up late i'm fucked i'm fucked i'm never getting a call again you know so what I did is after we recorded the podcast, I got in my car and I drove to Brooklyn and I slept in the parking lot of, of the studio, the stage. There's a parking lot and I parked right in front of the truck that I was going to be on. And, uh, and I worked that day as a helper on a set dressing truck. Now, do you know what a set dressing truck would do? I would not have any idea. Okay, so, so if uh, if if um, you know in your in your home you have your podcast studio, right? And let's just say there was a TV show that was going to shoot in Colin Flynn's podcast studio, but not the real Colin Flynn's house. It's they're going to replicate it somewhere, right? And they're going to they get a house and they do this thing. So they're going to get all the things. They're going to get the microphones. They're going to get the table. They're going to get the computer. Everything that needs to go there for that set needs to be picked up somewhere. Right. So the set dressing truck is the truck that's going to go to the prop house to get some of the uh, those elements, right? Um, if there's a carpet in the room, a specific carpet, they're going to have to go, and you're going to have to go to this carpet store and pick up that particular carpet. You know, all, everything that's going to be on camera that needs to go into that space, even if it's not on camera, right? The production designer figures it all out, and then you've got set dressers that literally put that in before the shooting crew gets there. So the set dressing truck is picking up stuff you're going to the sh to the shop where they they keep all of this stuff you walk in this huge like warehouse space and they've got all kinds of crazy shit all over the place and they probably don't use a lot of it you know and so you're in and you're delivering picking stuff up you're delivering stuff you're going to this set, that set and my job is simply to be the helper i sit shotgun in the passenger seat me and the guy driving the truck just bullshit and then we stop and pick something up, and I operate the lift gate up and down, up and down. And then you got to use your, you know, ratchet straps to strap stuff into the back of the truck and load it properly to figure out, oh, where do we got to go next? Where do we do this? You know, so really, it's a straightforward gig. 
But yeah. it's one of those things when you when you get in a truck at five thirty in the morning and it's pitch black, and then you show up at like the shop at like six a.m. and you wait for your marching orders and you go through all this stuff, and it's like and then you start running around and the next thing you know it's like it's ten thirty eleven o'clock and it feels like it's four in the afternoon you're like what the fuck you know or yeah. you know it's like holy shit you blink and and typically when you're doing that job it's they want it to be a ten hour day. Because anything over 10 hours ends up being overtime, and then at that point, you don't really... It should be more efficient and planned that you don't need. And we, on that particular day, we were uh, the third set dressing truck. So there were two other trucks doing the job. So we were sort of, you know, nothing we were doing was too urgent for that particular day. But Mm -hmm. anything can change at any particular time, because there's so many different variables. Shit changes all the time. So that was the gig. And uh, the guy that that called me and hired me sent me a text. See, I'm not going to see him much, because he's either going to be in the offices or on set, wherever that is. And he sent me a text, and he said, he gave me two contact numbers, and he said, Tom, contact Tom and Brian. So these are reps at the union hall, okay? And uh, and just let them know that you're available full time. Because he had asked me that question the day before, and I said I was. Because everything like Uber and Lyft and, and Amazon, fuck that. I can do that on weekends or not do that at all. Who gives a fuck? And... And then that job that I have scheduled for September 22nd, I'm like, I'll figure it out and do whatever I need to do. Maybe have someone else shoot it, and then I'll edit the photos. I don't know. I haven't crossed that bridge yet. Because you don't start a job on day one and then ask for a day off, especially a job like this where it pays like $40 an hour plus overtime and whatever. It's it's lucrative based on the hours. You know, I won't have a life during the week. Um, so I text these two guys. They text me back immediately. They give me a guy's name, and they're like, here, contact him. Uh, and, and I didn't think I read it right. Starts tomorrow, goes through February 2019. So this would be a four-and-a-half-month gig. Now, there would be Thanksgiving. There'll be days off because union holidays. And then Christmas, there'll be like a two-week spot where there's time off. Um, but otherwise, it's Monday through Friday as early as like 5 in the morning, and as late as like usually three or four in the morning, depending on if we go into nights or not. So it's an NBC series. Um, I won't say the name of it. I don't really know. I did sign a non-disclosure, but I'm not. I don't. Saying the name of it's probably not a big deal, but no so, one's heard of it because it's a mid-season replacement that's yeah. going to air in the spring or summer next year. You you told me the name of it, and I was thinking uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. Oh the, it, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's called. Yeah, no one's gonna no. hear this, but I, I I just it's I don't want to do or say anything that could possibly jeopardize this, even though it's incredibly yeah. unlikely. Um, I mean, I'll tell I'll tell you that uh, you know who's in the show. There are yeah. two actors that I've I'm familiar with. Uh, one is Frankie Faison. Frankie Faison was the. Um, did you did you ever watch Banshee? Not not Banshee Lopez Radio friend Banshee. He doesn't have a TV show. He barely has a podcast. He just from what I can tell, he just plays music whenever the fuck he feels like it, and then talks about weed. But I haven't listened. Yeah. I don't listen like you do. That's that's. Uh, but there was a show on Cinemax called Banshee. Did you see that? I did not see that. I did not see that. I loved it. It was four seasons. The only reason I watched it is because someone someone I went to college with, uh, Martha Schickler, her husband, I think his name is Jonathan Schickler, was the co-creator of the show. He's a novelist, and he was the co-creator of the show. And essentially, it took place in Amish country of, like, um, western Pennsylvania. Right. And there were, like, a few different factions. There was, like, this Russian mob component. I think Russian. um, Amish mob... (laughs) And uh, and the Indians, the Native Americans, and then the police, and uh, a guy. It's but anyway, there was the guy who was a retired boxer who owned a bar. He wasn't all good or all bad, and that was Frankie Faison. That's how I know the guy. I'm sure he's in plenty. And then the other one is uh, Uncle Junior from The Sopranos, Dominic Cianese, 87 years old. I believe he's also in the show. Wow. 
Yeah. And it's called. Uh, you, I, you, you gave the hint. It's I. I. I'll see if I can get the non-disclosure. Does it actually have anything to do with M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong? No, no, no it has nothing not. to do with. Um, no, 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 no. You don't have to. Say no, no, no. It, it, you know, it, to me, from what I can tell, it just uh, it just looks like it's um, a bunch of people who live in Brooklyn in an apartment complex. Uh, I know very little. I haven't seen a script. I haven't seen all. I did was I worked one day so far. That was Friday. I drove a uh, passenger van. And uh, they, I drove the crew around. So these were like department heads, like the gaffer who does the lighting, you know, the rigging grip who, you know, rigs all the stuff for safety before the shooting crew comes in. Uh, I, I can't think who else. I don't remember exactly who else was in the in the car. There was a guy, a safety guy there, which must be hired by NBC for like consulting. Like there was a, it was it's it, so all I'm doing is is going to the stage the studio and at nine o'clock all these people get into my van and then with one other van so half the people got in one van half the people got in my van Mm -hmm. and then we drove out to a uh two locations also in brooklyn and then after we went to those two locations so basically all all the key players will go over everything so my boss who it, it wasn't the theatrical teamster captain, but it was the co-captain. He was in the car with me. And and what his main thing is to go there and see where all the trucks are going, right? So there's a parking coordinator. You've got a request from the city where to move. Is this stuff exciting to anyone? Is this really? I mean, or am I, I going think, way too know, a deep? Lot us, a lot of us wonder you know, on the back end, I mean, you know, I, why does my fucking movie ticket cost uh, 14 bucks? <laughs> well, I mean, I all of this, this well, all of this stuff is below the line stuff. So it's not that crazy. Like, But there's a lot of variables and and logistics that go into this, right? Like it's yeah. like, you know, you can't shoot on location without equipment, and there's a lot of equipment, yeah. you know. And to to transport that equipment, you have these big trucks, tractor trailers with a lift gate, and that's where they work on and off this truck, you know. And and so anyway, so you try to figure out. You're like, well, Brooklyn. Here's this main, uh, you know, two way street with four lanes, two in each direction, and you have these trailers and there's something called the honey wagon the honey wagon's very big right and, it, and it's that's where it has it has the the portable bathrooms in the middle okay and uh and then they have these little like they've got an office like a half office like they, they've probably got like eight doors and four sets of stairs right so it's almost like having a room that's split in half and they have so you wouldn't have your main actors your lead actors from the show like you have a call sheet right and like number one on the call sheet is like the the, the star of the show like jennifer lopez would be the number one person on the call sheet for the cop show that she did with Ray Liotta recently. It's it's in its last. And so Ray Liotta would probably be number two. But there's no question in my mind that, well, probably, probably. I mean, they were both on the show, but, I mean, usually it's based on, like, the protagonist, the main character, right? But in in that case, I would imagine that she's number one on the call sheet and Ray Liotta's number two. Um, But but those two, right, that's why. She's number one. Uh, Ray Liotta, hot, just not as hot. Um, So so anyway, uh, that's neither of them would be in the honey wagon. But if you had, like, someone that's on the show for one episode... Right. Even if it were, see if like if it were Robin Williams, a guy that was still alive. Let's say he did an episode of Law and Order. You know, he might be in a honey wing. It depends. You know, I don't know how they would handle something like that. But usually, for for big name actors, they would put them in a camper. They would have their own camper. It may be split in two, but they have a much bigger room. Right. right? So, um, and and anyway, so so but the this this vehicle is giant. It's really big. I don't know how how long it is. But when you have a neighborhood in Brooklyn, you've got trees, you've got these planters, like for safety, security, you know, so no car can drive up on the sidewalk just because it looks prettier. So, like, where the fuck do you put this thing? Because you've got to flip it in the right direction so the doors open to the sidewalk, and then all of the stairs have to come down. So you're limited. So that's basically what the guy, you know, the, the guy that I work for is looking for, where are we putting all of these vehicles? We have to, re- and then talk to the locations department to request it. They work closely with the parking coordinator and the parking coordinator has a, has a bunch of guys that stay there overnight, post a bunch of signs and make sure that people don't park there. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all the logistical stuff. But it, so 
I'm off tomorrow because it's um, what is it? It's uh, Columbus Day, and that's mm. a union holiday. Because the show hasn't started shooting yet, um, they're taking the day off. Then Tuesday is the prep day, and Wednesday is day one of shooting. See, so you know what's really weird about that? What's that? Uh, Columbus Day, because if, okay. I, I'm imagining you're you're working. You said Teamsters, and uh, you know it's the East Coast. There's a bunch of guys named Anthony and Dominic, and everybody's yelling at each other. And you know, there's a bunch of Italian guys running around, and they're like, "I'm not fucking working on Columbus Day," you know. Um, okay, here's the thing about Columbus Day in the Midwest. Now, this was something I learned about because I had relatives that lived on the East Coast, and uh, they would talk about Columbus Day, and I would say what the fuck is Columbus Day? What are you talking about? Nobody in the Midwest knows mm. what the fuck Columbus Day is. Nobody yeah. has, has yep. never known what Columbus right. Day is. They don't give a fuck. They, they don't right. care at Not all. Not even in Chicago? No, well, maybe. I, I don't think so, though. It's just, uh, it's just nobody, nobody pays a, a bit of attention to Columbus Day. The closest thing to that, okay, so I've got cousins, first cousins. They're, they're uh, uh, my, my mother's sister married this Italian guy, uh, Joe Delutri. And uh, his mother was from Chicago, and she was from uh, she was from Italy. So she, I think that, and she was so Italian, she barely spoke English. And uh, I guess, yeah, they, they did kind of pay attention to Columbus Day. Now you're you're right about the Chicago thing, but uh, they would, uh, yeah, they 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 taught me a lot of things about being uh, Italian that I w- wasn't aware of. Uh, and uh, for one thing, you don't ever say if you hear somebody say Italian food or Italian something or other, they'd get pissed. It was like they would they would be like pissed to the point where they they you know you you had to take a shot you had to take a punch around these people because um if somebody said uh italian they were going to probably be be uh slugging them in the arm or doing something along those lines where it's like hey fuck you 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 ever heard of a country called italy it's like there's no fucking country called italy motherfucker why are you fucking saying italian what the fuck is it? you know that stupid <laughs> shit but mm-hmm. grandma delutri she came when she came uh, to visit once. Uh, it wasn't on Columbus Day, but um, she I, okay. She didn't really care for me too much, uh, even though we, we're like shirt tail. You know, she's yeah, we're not related necessarily, but she's around the she's around the house a lot. And uh, we had this we had this incident. So uh, my cousin Sherry uh, was uh, out in the out in the out in the yard with a bunch of friends. And they were running around, and they were. Um, they were a good distance away from. Uh, I was with her, her brother Rick, and some other friends. So it was like the girls are over on one side of the yard, and and uh, we're clear over on the other side of the yard. It's in the summer, and there are apples on the apple tree. And Grandma Delutri is standing out back. I think she was smoking a cigarette, as I th- now that I think about it. Um, may have even been drinking a glass of vino. I'm not sure, but she was back there, and she was talking to maybe my uncle Joe or something. I, I don't really remember. I just know that she was out there, and uh, we're fucking around. And uh, Sherry happened to be, uh, they, they were playing some kind of a game where they were, they were doing some, uh, there was a lot of running involved. I don't know what exactly was going on, but uh, these girls were running back and forth across the yard. And so um, we were standing there and we'd been uh, eating apples off this apple tree. And uh, my cousin Rick, he, he looks at me and he goes, um, I bet you can't hit one of the girls in the head with an apple. You can, but you can't, you know, you can't do this. And uh, so, now, Wait, how old were you? I was probably like... 13 maybe mm, something mm-hmm, like that mm, 14 mm, possibly mm, somewhere mm, in that range i'm guessing you took that bet yeah so yeah and it's like she's running across the yard and so i do the i do the even stupider thing after he makes the the bet i yell at grandma delutri i go hey watch i'm gonna hit sherry in the head with an apple and she is running full speed and sherry could run she she could run like a deer she was she was fast she was fat, mm-hmm. one of the fastest kids in the neighborhood even though she was a girl all right that sounds bad me too all right sorry hashtag uh you know, whatever. She was fast. Uh, but um, so I, I take this big fucking apple and her on a dead run, I toss the apple, point like point at her and I toss the apple. I mean, and I got to throw it as it was all of my distance in a throw that I could muster up as a 14 year old. I big arc on it and I chuck it across the yard. Sherry on a dead run. Grandma Delucci looks at me. She looks at Sherry. She sees the apple fly. The apple's in midair. She like kind of drops her cigarette and looks like, oh my God, fucking apple hits Sherry directly between the fucking eyes. <laughs> it just And just like knocks her down with, you know, it's like she's, she's just like dumbfounded. It's like, boom, she, this apple hits her and she's like, you know, does a, you know, 360 kind of thing. It's like, what the fuck? And, Okay, so all the guys that are there, we're all like, 
God damn, did you see that shot? <laughs> We're all like high-fiving each other. It's like, that was like fucking amazing. Okay, Grandma Dolutri was about, I don't know if she was five feet tall. She was a short little stout spaghetti strand. Yeah, yeah. She was yeah, yeah. so fucking mad at me. She came flying over across the yard. Uh, I was so goddamn scared. I, I ran from her. I mean, it's like she was not going to catch me. It was like I, I'm, I'm running and I got this old fucking Italian woman chasing me, yelling at. And she's yelling at me in in, in Italian, not Italian. She's yelling at me in in Italian, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, after that, it's they would just no, never had a relationship. There's every time I was at their house, she gave me that. She gave me the the evil eye, yeah, and those Italians got that evil eye. Italians and the Greeks, they do the evil eye. The evil eye. She they gave, don't fuck around. Yeah. Oh yeah, she she gave me the fucking evil eye. She wanted. Yeah. She, yes. Yeah. From there on, it, out, it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From there on. Yeah. Out. I mean, it's so much so that if if I'm becoming of age, doesn't pick up and it's not a success anytime soon. A big success. Yes. That's because of Grandma Delutri. You know, Delutri. What is it? Delutri's evil eye. She evil fucking eye. cursed you. She, you yeah, know, she I may have to get another podcast with another dude. Banshee, Banshee, what are you doing? Banshee, you could pick up Anthony from the Teamsters Union. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got guys, I got guys. I got guys. No, I went to this. Uh, so, uh, my these cousins of mine they went to this Catholic church. It was Saint Anthony's. That's why. This is way back then. Yeah, way back then. And so we go there for, uh, for uh, it was either first communion or confirmation. I think it was first communion. And uh, they've got okay, so the Church of Saint Anthony's. And I think the bishop was Anthony. I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what went on, but there was some sort of a uh, if if you're if you're uh, it must have been confirmation. If your confirmation name was Anthony, because I don't think they, they give you another name. I'm trying to remember if you get a second second name. Catholics are a little crazy with this. Stuff. What do you mean when it comes? What middle? Like, are you born? Do you have a middle name when you're? You're, you have your 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 you know your your given first name, middle name, last name. But when you're uh, when you, you're confirmed as a Catholic kid, they give you another name. Yeah, yeah. confirmation. Yeah, I'm, I'm John Michael Craig when I'm born on my yeah, birth certificate, yes. and then my I, my I chose Paul, Paul, so I'm John Michael Paul Craig. But I don't use Paul. That was just you're not <laughs> gonna throw that in. Just no. I mean, I should. I should. <laughs> John M P Craig. J M P C. What? What the fuck is that? So, yeah. So at this church, though, every kid uh, used for their confirmation name. Every kid was Anthony because uh, they, they were. I think they got something. I can't. The, the, the priest or the bishop. He's beyond you know fondling them in the in the rectory. Uh, he <laughs> threw something else their way. Oh, Jesus Christ! I unfortunately, I mean, I'm sure that I I I I've met people in real life who've had that happen, but Fondled, I was yeah. unaware. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know that I have. Uh, I nobody's told me the story for sure, but there was a, a, a Catholic church uh, in my hometown that uh, the this priest who was uh, I remember him being considered the fun priest, the priest that everybody wanted to go to his masses. He was uh-huh. the guy that gave the best sermons. He was, yeah. he was everybody thought he was awesome, and he was uh-huh. one of the ones. He's one of the ones that ended up uh, on the list. And uh, I have a couple of friends that um, that uh, went to Catholic school and uh, that were in that were in that uh, went to uh, church there at the yeah. parish and uh, they nobody's ever come out to me and said this is what happened blah 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 but I know there's one guy in particular I'm thinking about that mm. he had a. Uh, uh, I guess a falling out uh, immediately after high school and was uh, very, uh, he was quiet about why, you know, what was going on and everything, but he was very, uh, he had a lot of vitriol that um, he uh, he would he would almost talk about it, I guess put it that way. Fuck those people, I'm never fucking going back there. And people yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. For the time, it seemed like that's a pretty obvious yeah, yeah. Telling thing that he was saying based on what he had said that it would seem likely with the information knowing right. that this priest was one of the yeah. the fun priests uh, was trying to have a little bit too much fun at yep. a yeah. fucking person's fucking life and the rest of their life and how it's going to fuck them up and some fuck it. So the, I, I've ne- I'm not I'm not a fan of the Boy Scouts of America or the Catholic, Catholic religion and Catholic priests, right? Like the altar boy thing. Like I've never fuck. It. What the? Why do you need young boys sitting next to the priest and spending a lot of time? Like I just, I don't get. It. Like especially nowadays, because we live in such a different world, and this still goes on. And that again, 
I don't know the numbers. I don't know the statistics of it, but it seems so fucked up and so broken. And then I'm fairly confident that a cousin of mine had an incident when he was in the scouts. Now, his father was a detective, a New York City detective on the on the New York City Police Department, right? And and was involved in the scouts. And they were hunters, and they did this whole thing. Uh, I'm fairly confident that I heard that he had a thing with a, an inappropriate thing. Uh, I probably talked about this before. Fucking pissed me off or freaked me out. I was never a fan. I tr- for the most part, I, kn- I quote-unquote knew the guys. When Cameron was in Cub Scouts and, and, and Boy Scouts, I knew the other guys, some of them, but I didn't know all of them really well. And then the other concern was when Cameron was invited to his first like overnight camping trip, I was traveling for work, and, and Andrea, you, they don't allow women on these trips, is that we had a friend who was going to be there, one of the parents, but he can't be there at every time. And I don't even know that I trust him. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know him. Even though I know him, I don't know him. And I'm just skeptical about everyone and everything, but my concern is not just the grown-ups who put on fucking Boy Scout shorts and a fucking little kerchief around their fucking neck and a little fucking gold-plated bullshit, you know, Boy Scout symbol thing to tie their little kerchief. It's creepy and weird, right? Why they want to sleep in the fucking woods with boys, maybe to get away from their wives, but who the fuck knows, is the, the older kid. So if my son, as he... Like crosses over from we blows, we belong, or something like that. We blows at that age, we fucking blows, so yeah. stupid. We blow, yeah. We hope you do. Fuck, fucking so dumb. I, we that's how we thought about it because we were that age when we were in it. And then they cross over to Boy Scout. So you basically have now a thirteen-year-old boy. Now think about your daughter's friends who are that age, the boys, yeah. right? Twelve, thirteen are going over pudgy little faces, whatever. They haven't hit puberty quite yet. They still have these high-pitched voices. Now it's fine because now they can just identify however the fuck they want to identify, and they can be other. But that's cool. But they're still, you know, for the most part, they're not there yet. So, and then you have these boys that are now fucking, you know, 14 through 18 who have hit puberty who may be sexually active, who may be, you know what I'm saying? And they're, I'm, I'm more concerned about those boys just because of their libido. Yeah, I don't want to get serious. Why the fuck did I get serious about this shit? Because you brought up fucking Catholic priests and, and a guy who really did this. And Somebody is buggering boys, you know? It's just... it fucking, it is, it is, I, I, yeah, you know, little cherub brown face boys, little, little Post Malone boys. Fucking yeah, mother. Have you seen? Walker. Did you see the uh, uh, Post Malone? Uh, he's he got his haircut. He's he's, yeah, he's no he's no trying. really because you know it's yeah. wild. We don't we don't we don't prepare for these. <laughs> They're no. just like phone calls between two fucking guys. It's fucking stream of consciousness. Right. I mean, you know, both of us may come in with shit that we want to talk about in our heads. Hold on, Post Malone haircut because it's funny that you mentioned that. Did yeah. you know that I wanted to bring up Post Malone? I didn't know you wanted to bring up Post Malone. He's turning, but not his haircut. He's turning white again. He's, he's, he's yeah, he's got the dreads are gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yo, oh yeah. shit, he shows off his new haircut. Yo, he is, he's got that like, he's got similar hair that I have. He might be a little curlier than me. Yeah, he's a little, uh, little nappier yeah. headed than you are. But, yeah, uh, yeah, he, I. You know, does he have face tats now? He's got a bunch of face tats. Holy he's, shit! I didn't know that he had those face tats. I knew that he wire. had the hand. He's got the barbed wow. wire across his head. He's got the uh, dagger on the one side. I think he's got always tired underneath his eyes. Uh, I'm trying to think what else he's got. Yeah, he's got. Uh, yeah, barbed wire on the forehead. Yeah, we got the uh, train in New Jersey. The train to Brooklyn. Always tired. Always tired. Yeah. Um, on his, under his eyes. Always under what appears to be his right eye. Yep, and uh, tired under the left eye. I will not that he would, he has to because he's he's got he's got enough money now that he he doesn't have to worry about things for the rest of his life. But um, he, I just would think at some point he's going to look in the mirror and he's going to go, "What the fuck did it? And he's going to? I, I think he's going to get the. T- I I don't I don't think any. If you want tattoos, have tattoos. Go ahead and do it. I think the shit on your face though is pretty fucking ridiculous. I yeah, I do as well. I do as well. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So um, have it lasered off. Is what yeah. Do, but do you so. So, you know, last week we, we did, um, I don't know that I'm done with the work stuff, but uh, it should be good, four and a half months, I don't know. But now but now we got to get someone to drive the kids around because 
their mom, Andrea, my ex-wife, is going to be in Manhattan. And no, 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 she's cool with it. You know, I'm not going to get out of debt. It's fucking crazy. It's not. Even four and a half months, you know, four and a half months of working full-time crazy hours making pretty decent money. Yeah. I just, I was doing numbers in my head, and I was like, oh, shit, not only do I owe all the credit card companies, I'm going to eventually owe the government. I have medical bills. Remember when I stabbed myself with yeah. the, uh, yeah. right the day before Father's Day, the day before Kylie's birthday? So this was June 16th. Uh, yeah, I, I've talked about this. Uh, yeah, that, that those five shitty stitches that has given me a big-ass scar, even though it was a fucking clean-ass cut. Um, I, that was probably about that's probably about fifteen hundred bucks, uh, eleven or maybe thirteen, fourteen hundred bucks. And then there is um, doctors' office visits where I had a bunch of tests that uh, are not covered. Uh, so that's uh, probably like another twelve hundred. So it's probably like twenty five hundred, twenty seven hundred. So you know, I'm I, I may be able to take that home in one week after taxes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not sure. I've got to see. I good thing is is that I get paid um, every week. The same week that I work, I get paid every Thursday. That's the same nice. week that I work. So that's really nice. That's it's a good union. It's a good fucking union. But anyway, I've been watching a lot of sports recently. Okay. Uh, not a lot, but a lot for me, right? Because I don't normally watch sports. I don't have. Um, I I cut the cord a while ago, so uh, I I googled um, how to watch the Major League Baseball playoffs because I realized that on Friday night that the Yankees are the wild card playing the Red Sox, Red right? That's a big rivalry. I've been a. I, couldn't name more than four Yankees before watching the game the other night. I could probably own name uh, Aaron Judge. That's it, I think. Aaron Judge. Um, I think he plays. I don't even know what position he plays, but he's good. Uh, so Friday night, I I, I got home. Uh, it was fairly late, you know, and then uh, I realized the game was still on, and it was in, like, the top of the eighth inning, and I quickly Googled how to watch the game. And I found out that, you know, they've got all these streaming um, ways to watch television, including, like, cable channels. So, you know, they've got DirecTV has one, Sling, uh, Sling TV, Sling.com, um, FUBU or FOBO? Not FUBU, FOBO. FUBO, FUBO I think it FUBO, is. F-U-B-O. Yeah, that's yeah. one that's geared towards sports. Yes. Um, and and the f- this round of the playoffs for baseball, or co- I guess it's like Fox Sports, Major League Baseball Network, and TBS TNT, kind of. So juggling between those three. Uh, like all of these streaming services have it. All of them offer seven-day free trials. So I went with YouTube. I went with YouTube uh, TV. Okay. Which, right, so Google owns it, right? Whatever. Uh, and I and I watched uh, I watched the Yankee game in an inning and a half, and they lost game one, uh, and then they won last night uh, on the road, which is good. Um, so I was excited watching sports for the first time in a while. Baseball, I'll tell you, man. Even the playoffs, even though it's usually it's either boring as fuck or really exciting as fuck. But there's a lot of downtime of nothing and just a lot of commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I watched football today. I watched the Giants, and that was an exciting game. Like, I don't know who all these people are saying how much they hate fucking football because of a knee. It'd be like, yeah, but when that game gets down to the last fucking three minutes and it's close, that shit's exciting. They came back. They were up by one. And the fucking Carolina Panthers fucking dude hit a f- – they had no timeouts left, and dude hit a fucking – Field goal from 63 yards. No shit. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fucking, I couldn't believe it. I was like, fuck. It was exciting, though. Yeah, yeah. So, so much a lot of sports, and I saw that there was a, I'll get back to, uh, who are we talking about? Post Malone. Post Malone. Yes. Uh, is that Corona. So, you know, uh, Tony Romo has been retired for a while, and, um, I, last week we did our phone episode, and I see that Corona has a thing where Tony Romo is sitting at a desk. With like these Docksider type sneakers, like no socks on, a Corona Extra on there with a lime in it, and he's on a phone, and he's got a cor- you know Corona hat and a cor- Corona polo shirt with football in his hand. Mm-hmm. So they have this uh, campaign where they're taking phone calls. So um, I, I, you know that that. Uh, Post Malone has a song. He's from Texas. Well, he's from Syracuse, I think, but he lived in Texas, grew up in Texas, and he's got a lyric in his song "Psycho." And you tell me, maybe we can do something better. It's uh, here's the, the you know the line. You I know, don't, I don't. My my roof looked like a no show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Come with the Tony Romo for clowns and all the bozos, right? So Tony Romo has made made it into a Post Malone song. And uh, I don't know. I think I don't know how this works exactly, but I want to at least try. I mean, maybe I don't know how we do it. I don't What's know how number? we did it. What's the number? It's um, 
eight four four eight nine four four the nine. number nine corona what the fuck give me the number <laughs> hold on i gotta look at the hold on i'll look at the hold on i'm gonna do it I on the phone people, i know i know hold on shit um two two, two it can't be two two corona yeah it is c and a and it's two 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 <laughs> two two seven what now eight four four no 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 sorry 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 i'm sorry sorry i'm i, I was spelling corona with an a sorry like, two six <laughs> i was like what two, six. seven seven six 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 two two <laughs> maybe too many i need letters. another digit that's no 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 what <laughs> nine, yeah you said nine six seven six six is there eight four four? No, no. They have a nine after, so the prefix is eight four four. Then nine, and yeah. then it's the <laughs> two. Okay. Let's, I didn't right, write this. I should have written this down before. God damn! All right, so nine, and then we got Corona, which is C O O R. Correct. O. Let me find it here. N six A, which is nine two six seven six six two. All right. Well, isn't that much easier? <laughs> Fucking just that number. Damn. I hate it. When I would remember that number. That shit, and I gotta fucking look yeah. at it and throw it up. So, all right, well, this is gonna be. So, all right, I, what I don't, I don't know what we're gonna get when we when we call this number, but um, you should read the line again a couple times and just uh, kind of. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. I was gonna say, you know, you got to get into the mind of. Uh, Hold on. I like his. I can't fucking do it. I'm, I like his rhyme style there. It's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know. There's a bunch of people copying him now, and that drives me fucking crazy. But yeah, yeah. so let's just dial this shit, and we'll see what yeah. uh, what happens when it's Tony Romo is on the other end, maybe or some shit like that. All right, I'm gonna dial it. All right, so here we go. It's being it's it's calling right now. Uh, it's supposed to be calling. All right, here we go. Tony Romo here at the Corona Hotline. Before we get going, please enter your birthday with the two-digit month, two-digit day, and four-digit year. Oh, fuck you. Uh, two-digit day. What did he say? Um, uh, <laughs> so much, because they've got to make sure we're over 21. Oh, they got to make sure we're over 21. So, uh, so it doesn't really matter. I didn't get that. I know you didn't you get that. You need your full date of birth. All right, For example, that. if you were born on May 6th, 19... <laughs> All right, fuck you, Tony. Awesome. Looks like we're all set. Let's get started. All right. Football weekends can be hectic. Yeah. To stay centered on game day with one of my Romo reflections, press 1. To tap into my renowned powers of prediction and reveal your football future, press 2. To enter for a chance to win poolside seats in Vegas for the big game and instantly win Corona game day gear, press 3. three no right. purchase necessary. Three, right? Wait, 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 wait. Details, press 9. Or to hear me say all that one more time, press pound. press pound. <laughs> say it again. Football weekends can be hectic. To stay centered on game day with one of my Romo reflections, press 1. To tap into my renowned powers of prediction and reveal your football future, press 2. To enter for a chance to win poolside seats in Vegas for the big game and instantly win Corona game day gear, press 3. No purchase necessary. Let's do for that. sweepstakes Paul. details, press Fuck 9. Yeah. Or to hear me say all that one more time. No, no, no. No, no, no. We want to do pool, poolside seats Vegas, baby. Ah. <laughs> Someone's feeling lucky today. Yeah. Come to the right place. To hear sweepstakes details, press 9. Not good. Do we have to? To get started, type in your five-digit zip code of your legal residence. Uh, I'll, do, I'll use, you, use yours, yeah. All right, there Great. You go. Now's your chance to enter for a chance to win poolside seats in Vegas for the big game party. <sighs> Plus, you'll have a shot to win one of hundreds of instant win game day prizes. Ooh. No purchase necessary. Oh, my God. To enter, please say and spell your first and last name. Jesus then press Christ. one when you're done. Colin. C-O-L-I-N. Dang. You're not an instant winner this time. Fuck you. But check back every day through October 31st, 2018. Yeah, I thought I could leave a message. Game day gear. And don't forget, you're also entered to win poolside seats in Vegas for the big game party. This <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> That's Football it. weekends can be hectic. Right. Oh, yeah. Stay centered on game day with one of my Romo reflections. What? Press one. Let's hear it. All right, one. let's get a Romo now reflection. Prediction. Romo, come on. Give us a reflection. Okay. Time to get your mind right with a little football enlightenment. Okay. First, relax. Inhale. <laughs> exhale. Good. Now, here's your very own Romo reflection. All right. 
luck can be found anywhere. You might have it up your sleeve or on your jersey or in your beard. Just remember, wash your luck every now and then. Wow. Okay. Deep, right? Yeah. If you want, uh-huh. I can send your Roma reflection to you so you can enjoy it time and time again. No, that's good. Press 7 to confirm you are a subscriber of this number and that you consent to receiving our text messages until you <laughs> opt out by replying. No, no, no. no don't do that. Okay. May apply. Goodbye, Tony. What else? Pound to go back. Oh, fuck you, Tony. All right, he's gone. Pound. No, oh, okay. I thought we could leave a message no, for there's him. There's no message to be left there. But it's still a song. I thought that... Uh, all right, well, uh, fucking... I didn't say where to leave a message, but uh, do the line right. again. So do the line. I mean... My roof look like a no-show. Got diamonds by the boatload. Come with the Tony Romo for clowns and all the bozos. Yo, Post Malone, move the fuck over. <laughs> I'm going to take your spot, motherfucker. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Like Tony Romo. Oh, God. All right. Well, I, I didn't know. I should have called it before, but I, I just... I've been busy today. I You know, I, I rode my bike about 20 miles today. 20 and then I did. Really? Yeah, that's not a big deal. I, I rode like ten miles to um, from my home to Sandy Hook, um, not Sandy Hook, Connecticut. It's the it's it's in Middletown, the same town I live in, but it's a long stretch of land. Sandy Hook. I think yeah, I was going to say you saw me driving up that way. Remember yes. when I showed yeah, you my yeah. Uber and I was spinning, and you thought I was in the Atlantic Ocean. Right. So I, I I rode my bike around two o'clock, uh, my road bike, and I rode it um, over there, and then I I I locked it up. At one of the beach parking lots, and then and then I was gonna run, but I hate running, so I pretty much walked. And then I watched the Yankee game on my phone. Fu- I mean, not the Yankee game, the uh, the Cowboys game on my phone using YouTube Live app. And and then uh, I did that about six miles, three miles up, three miles back, and uh, and then I got back on the bike. Oh, before I got back on the bike, I actually went into the ocean. The only people there were plenty of people at the beach. It was about 80 degrees um, Fahrenheit here in, in uh, New Jersey. Yeah, it was beautiful. Gorgeous day. Uh, September and October can be amazing um, at the beaches in New Jersey uh, on the Atlantic Ocean. So I, I was a little humid, a little hot, and, and I'm just like, yeah, fuck this. And I just I saw there were some surfers and some, you know, uh, but uh, I said, I'm going in. And I, it was, I thought it was going to be cold. It was fucking warm. It was great. I wanted to stay longer, but I had been at the beach way too long. And if I had stayed much longer, it would have been. And there were no lifeguards on duty. And I just don't want to drown in the Atlantic Ocean. Riptide. Um, Riptide. It was the the waters weren't crazy, like rough, but they were coming in. I yeah. got it, it, so when I went in, but it was it was great. It was uh yeah, and I and then I had vegan ice cream at a, a one vegan of the vegan ice cream. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Doesn't even make sense. I don't know. Coconut based or whatever, not milk based. Mm-hmm. And uh, rode my bike home, and uh, I'm good. I feel great. I'm a little right. tired, but I feel good. No so, alcohol since the uh, we recorded the podcast on uh, September 30th, going into October. I did. I was drinking when it was October 1st, right. so no sober October for me. Um, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'll be lighter. But you, uh, so. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, drinking much. But um, what, I'm, what I was going to ask you about was uh, you, you kind of just you went over it kind of quickly. You said you had had uh, some medical tests that uh, I don't remember. You said weren't covered or something like that. And I was wondering, uh, did any of these? Did it, was there a, was there a, like a penis swab involved? No, no those? penis. No, 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 no. Nothing crazy like that. There was no finger. Mean, there may have been a finger in the butt. I don't remember. You know, I, I mean, I. <laughs> Um, let me think. No penis swab. Oh, that I'm gonna look it up right you now. Remember that? That's painful. No, I, I, I've talked about this before. The chlamydia test that I had in college. Did you where they stick that? I don't know if I talked about it, but there's a long wire with like a. It almost looks like a Q-tip, but with a really thin wire. Yeah. And uh, they they stick that right up the fucking pee hole. Right I call it the pee hole. I'm sure it's not called the pee hole. I, uh, the urethra. They check out and they swipe. And if I, I'm telling you, it was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, we, call it, we call it the pee hole here in the Midwest. Uh, like, <laughs> that's good. That's good that we're the, the same. You know. And and remember, I told you. Did I tell you about my daughter having a uh, a woman, a girl from Spain as a as an exchange student? But it's not really an exchange because okay. she wasn't going. She's not going to go to Spain. What what is so, it about, what is it about a, a pee hole discussion that will? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because because we're I feel like we're running out of time. Okay. And no, go ahead. I think of. <laughs> 
Don't don't tell me about her pee hole, but no, know, no, that, she doesn't have a pee hole, as far as I know. Well, she was supposed to. She does. She was supposed to. She does have a pee hole, but it's different than our pee hole. I'm imagining. I don't know. I don't want to talk about a 14 year old girl's pee hole. That wasn't the point of this. We're getting into a lot of out of context, man. If anyone wanted to fucking clip this show up and make us seem like the bigger assholes than we already are, it would be so fucking easy. And you know what? More power to him because if you want to chop this up, go for it. Okay, it's fucking easy we Not fucking lobbed a soft bar oh my god oh by the way speaking of spotify i love that you you put on instagram that you could actually do a an instagram story yeah. and and link it to the how, how did you do that that's similar yeah, to spotify. itunes i guess i guess yeah. where you can put an itunes song yeah, you can do the yeah, same thing in your yeah. story that's awesome love yeah. that all right so what um, were we talking? the girl from spain <laughs> the girl from spain so friday night there's this whole town zaranga zaranga z-a-r i don't know how you spell it in spain, in spain. and they were like 20 kids that were going to come here as exchange students. Yeah. Um, the one that Kylie was going to get is named Anna, right? And and this is on Friday night at the home football game. A bus shows up with all these kids. Wow, okay. We've been getting emails. You can get on the Remind app and get text alerts of everything. Kylie communicated with the girl once, um, maybe on Snapchat and once on WhatsApp. Kylie didn't have WhatsApp, but she's they exchanged nothing. They said hardly anything. Hi, I'm Kylie. Oh, nice to meet you, Kylie. Whatever. So all these kids get off the bus and all and the kids in No Anna, she's not here. Kylie didn't get her her student. The girl from Spain didn't show up. Apparently, according to the program, I guess she, her family's going through a divorce or something. But what bothers me is, like, the fucking program had to know she wasn't showing up. Like, why the fuck? Like, that could be a... That's really shitty. My daughter that was looking shitty. forward to She's it. She's standing really by the bus shitty. going, well, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. Are you yeah, on? so whatever. I don't know. I was... I, I don't know. I was thinking about... I was thinking about... Um, contacting them and saying like why and then i'm like i don't know that i'm gonna bother you know you it's just it's upsetting them. i feel for my daughter yeah, i think no i think you should be upset i think you should complain i think you should tell them to blow it out their pee hole um <laughs> that's, that's, yeah <laughs> by the way that's that's exactly the, the the kind of responsible dad and caring dad i love my daughter so much but i'm very hurt and disappointed and then i call the exchange this program this cultural exchange program and, and i and i in wherever they are the american one and the spanish one hopefully i can we can find a translator for that and just, just say you know what blow it out your pee hole And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.